If life gives you lemons, skip the fucking lemonade and make your favorite juice and let the world wonder how you did it. Welcome to Jupiter's Juice. I am your host, Marcus, and fellow juice master, always keeping it 100%. Fresh squeezed organic juice just for you. Our authority on life is validated by our experiences. One way to express your authority is by using your voice. This podcast is an offering of the juicy ways to reconnect with yourself to find your own voice asking to be heard. The juice tastes best when you can savor every sip. So find a quiet seat, come in and take a sip because the juice is sweet. Today's juice is real sweet. We are going to talk about creating a practice. And creating a practice or practices as we move through our journey is a very important part. In fact, it's the most important part because through the development of practices, It forces us to have a sense of discipline. And when we create discipline, we create neuropathways, new neuropathways. So for me, in my journey, I started out with things that interested me. I put myself through 30 days of not eating any dairy or 30 days of abstaining from alcohol when I used to drink alcohol. By doing things like this, it creates little tiny pathways of discipline in our brains. Kind of like all of the little streams that run off of a river. And eventually, when it comes to something more arduous that we need to have an immense amount of discipline in achieving, we have all these new neural pathways that help us to get into the main flow of the river. And so, by challenging yourself to these practices or things that interest you, you set yourself up for success. Because when you achieve these little goals that you set for yourself, you're actually compounding your ability to be disciplined. And when we're disciplined and in the flow, we're very grounded, our minds become clear, the muddy waters tend to settle and we are in the flow of the river. And if you've ever experienced a time after doing a discipline practice, be it breath work or meditation or challenging yourself to a 30-day fast or a 
a bike ride or something that you are passionate about. It creates also not only discipline, but it creates a joyous feeling within yourself. And so when we, we decide to incorporate these practices into our daily life, they offer a continued sense of groundedness and a continued sense of clarity. And when we are clear is when the most creative divine work comes out. And how do we do that? How do we build on these practices? So let's take your morning cup of coffee, for example, or your matcha, or whatever you like to drink in the morning. It's something that you already do, right? Is to build upon a practice that you already have and just expand upon it and work with something that's already in place in your daily daily practice that you don't even know that you do, that it's a practice that helps you start your day. So for me, I started with building upon my morning cup of matcha or my coffee. So I would wake up. At first, I drink my, my matcha right away. But I thought to myself, oh, how can I expand upon this? So instead of having my matcha first, I started waking up and drinking a liter of water. And with that liter of water, I was all of a sudden awake and alert and hydrated. And then I would have my matcha. And then that eventually expanded into me waking up drinking my water, minding my business. <laughs> so then it became a, a point of awareness for me to ask myself, do I need this to wake up? How is it going to benefit me? And how is that going to help me move throughout my day? Eventually, I started adding on more practices each day. And then I started to think to myself, oh, I'm ready to expand. And so I invited in meditation. And meditation turned into drinking my water, having my matcha, doing my meditation which then expanded into drinking my matcha, drinking my water, doing my meditation, going to yoga, moving my body. And as I started to develop these practices and this sense of awareness within myself, I started to get really clear on what it was that my body was asking of me. And then I became very in tuned with with the needs and the wants of my body and if they were just things that I was doing out of habit or if they were ritualistic practices that were helping me to achieve and move throughout my day with a, 
a mindset that was clear and grounded in order to achieve the outcomes that I was seeking for that day. So I want to share a story with you about one of the first times that I actually started to listen to what my body was asking of me. And in 2018, I used to go out a lot. I was the king of the underground, going to all the parties, dipping and doing all of the things. And I would always turn to my best friend and say, you know, I think this is the last time I'm going to drink. Because my body started to not like alcohol. With every sip, even the smell, it started to reject. And my best friend would say, Oh, it's fine. Here's your tequila. This is what we always do. It's okay. The first sip's always the worst, you know? And I would say, oh, fine. You know, and I would drink. And my hangovers became so repulsive and so hard to get back to my state of grounding. And so a year went by. Now we're in 2019. And again, that's, that message from my body is still there. And finally, I had an experience in 2019, Thanksgiving, and I was drinking and I had taken an edible and all of a sudden I was really twisted. And I was going against everything that my body was, was asking of me. And I had this moment when I was in the bathroom and I saw myself in the mirror. And it wasn't the person that I know myself to be. Yes, I was in a very cool outfit. Yes, I was feeling good in some respects, but I didn't actually feel good. And I remember thinking to myself, this is it, I'm done. I'm not gonna drink alcohol anymore. And so I never drank alcohol after that day. And it was honestly the best and most easiest thing I ever did for myself. And that's really scary to think. So when I made the decision to stop drinking alcohol, it came very easy to me. There was no temptation. There was no urge. There was no, this is what I always do when I go out. All of a sudden, I had this sense of empowerment because I actually listened to what my body was asking of me. And I made the decision, and it was just... Like, boom, it was easy. And I never had the urge and I never had the desire to do it again. And of course, there's been times when I've questioned it. And I've had a sip here and there. 
And every time I have a sip, I'm reminded of why I don't like it, why it doesn't agree with me. Or I'll be thinking, oh, I'm going to have a sip because, oh, well, everyone else is doing it. It's been a while. Maybe, maybe I, maybe I can try this again. And then the universe shows me a person that's belligerently drunk and I'm observing them and immediately I have this reaction, a response that is, I don't want to be like that. That's not my best self. And so I don't. And I didn't. And it's been three years and I do not miss drinking alcohol. And then the same thing happened with weed. I just all of a sudden stopped smoking weed. And I have not desired to smoke weed since. It's not that I can't. It's not that I may never do it again someday in my life. But right now, it's not what my body wants. I would rather be clear and grounded and in the flow and removing all of the the behaviors and the substances that create a muddy flow. And now when I go to events or functions where I used to do all of these things, I feel so empowered and so grateful that I listened to what my body was asking of me because I now have the discipline and the tenacity to move through those desires because I know the outcome is never one in which I desire to be my best self. So I invite you to start creating practices of discipline around things that are already ritualistic in your life. Being curious about inviting in new ways of feeling and new ways of being. This can be in the form of breath work, meditation, going on a grounding hike or a walk on the beach barefoot. All of these things allow us to access the pathways of discipline to be our highest and best selves. So if you want to take a moment, we can move through one of those practices right now. It's a very simple practice. So if you find a tall seat, plant both feet on the floor, rest your palms on your knees. And what you're going to do is you're going to breathe in through your nose. 
for a count of four. And you're going to hold for four. And you're going to exhale for four. And hold for four. And inhale for four. And hold for four. And exhale for four. And hold for four. Inhale for four. Hold for four. Exhale for four. Hold for four. And exhale for four. And now, come back to a normal state of breathing. And just feel the difference in the way that your body is sitting and the sensations that are maybe more calm within yourself. And you can do this breathing practice, which is called box breathing. Anytime you want to start or embark on a project or before you walk into work or when you wake up in the morning, to calibrate your system so that you are grounded, have a clear mind, and are in your flow. I hope that you've enjoyed today's juice, and I hope that it brings you some clarity and some groundedness and offers you an opportunity to create practices of discipline in your day-to-day -day so that you can be your highest and best selves. I told you the juice was going to be sweet today. And sending you much love and much light. <laughs>